You know, Kevin, uh, that was talk about you coming back for the playoffs last year. So you really just been working on your game, trying to get back to timing and condition, really, be, to be honest, correct? Yeah. If you forget to come back for Madame Zeroni, you and your family will be cursed for always and eternity. Delta! We are back! Let's go! I'm here paying to make her dance with my boy, Noodle Dog. Is he OG Noodle? That's right. The OG Noodle here. Back with your favorite podcast for your favorite 12 team head to head nine category fantasy basketball league. Everyone, absolutely, it is good to be back in your eardrums, in your speakers, wherever you're listening right now. Thank you for taking the time to listen to us, Josh. How are you feeling? I'm feeling great, man. I honestly was a little bit nervous with all the stuff that's going on around us. Uh, that we would not be able to have a fantasy basketball season, uh, especially the way it ended up last year. Uh, but I'm just glad that we were able to get the draft in. I mean, I, I'm glad that we retained all of our members uh, and that people have been really active this year. I'm so pumped. What about you? Uh, yeah, it's been a great year so far. Uh, different expectations, different settings and scenarios, obviously, with COVID and everything. But like you said, everyone returning has been really cool. And starting the um, Keeper League, which I think is a great step to just world domination for Delta League. And uh, (laughs) I'm really excited for it. I'm excited to get into it. Um, But you have something very important to start us off with today, don't you, Josh? Oh, you want to introduce, you want me to introduce my friend? I I think that would be appropriate. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. I almost forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) So, (laughs) <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. But actually, so we do have someone here with us today. So we're all remote. We're actually doing this for our second time, which is awesome. So there are some, you know, obviously some tough things that have been going on with all of the stuff that's going on in our world with coronavirus. But there have been some good things. And Delta has experienced a couple of good things. And the good thing is, is that we can be remote, but still record. Uh, and that allows us to you know, bring in people that may not live around us. Uh, and we can do this in, in a little bit easier. So the first person we were like, okay, who can we bring in uh, that's going to add something to the podcast and the people haven't heard from before, but they need to hear from. Yeah. And Andrew, Noodle Cat, Noodle Dog, excuse me, oh, easy, and I. Easy. Yeah, I know, right? Sorry. <laughs> dog, not a cat. Behave, right? <laughs> woof, woof. Uh, we, we were thinking, we're like, you know what? It's, it's an obvious answer. And so we're bringing in today for our first podcast of the 2020 to 2021 Delta League season, the two-time reigning champion, the master of Kagools, Noodle Cats, formerly known as Team Edwards. What's up? That's right. Welcome, Harry, Team Noodle Cats. How are you? Delta. I'm good, fellas. What's, up? What's going on? Awesome. Awesome. Thanks for being here, man. We uh we appreciate you. Um, <laughs> we we want to know first first and foremost, um, how do you feel going into this season, uh, especially knowing that you're the two time champion? Are you confident? Are you nervous? I know we've yeah. had a couple weeks to go by, but how are you mm-hmm. feeling? Yeah, 
Uh, so far, I'm pretty confident. Um, I had a pretty good draft, uh, which didn't happen last year. So that's been nice. <coughs> um, yeah, it's been good. I just hope everything, obviously with COVID that's going on, I hope the season can continue steadily. Um, I think the banter in the group chat needs to improve a little bit. There's some people who don't uh, comment a lot in there. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited so far. It's going well. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. What What was the inspiration for the team change, the name change this year, Harry? Ooh, good question. Um, obviously, I, f- I feel like the Noodle Dogs have been my biggest competitor so far. <laughs> me and Andrew are pretty, I, I would say we're best friends with you. Yeah, I, I would definitely think so. Yeah, Who's, so who I, only met once, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. So I just figured, you know, why don't we uh, put that bond, like continue that bond into fancy basketball and have, you know, the cats and the dogs. Yeah. So there you go. I like it. I like it. I like it. Meow. I, I, meow. Yeah, woof and meow, baby. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I love it. Awesome. Harry, I think there's another thing uh, that people may not know about you, and it might tick people off. Um, because I know for me, like, I grew up watching basketball, playing basketball, and just kind of watching the NBA, really. Um, mm-hmm. And following guys from their college years to the NBA and how they produced that wasn't your story and that's kind of interesting and so when did you really um start watching the nba and then when did you really start investing into uh like fantasy basketball okay um it all starts a cloudy day in Liverpool, <laughs> England, 2015 i think 16. Uh, i wow. played basketball in high school uh i wasn't very good obviously my main sport was soccer or football i should say um mm. that's pretty much why everyone plays uh, basketball is you know it was, it was good it was fun we had some good times we were uh we were a good team one of the best in my area so that was good um, hey. and then we we went on a trip to new jersey um so we it was like an exchange program so the basketball team went over to new jersey um we played some teams over there we just got destroyed um, we could. We didn't have anyone who could who could dunk, or even touch the rim. And we were getting destroyed by these all these pl- players who could dunk. And yeah, it was that part. Of it wasn't so fun, but uh, it was a lot of our first time to America. Um, and while we were there, we went to a Nets game when they were still in New Jersey. Um, they were playing the Timberwolves, uh, and they had Kevin Garnett. So that was pretty cool. I got to see Kevin Garnett and the Nets. The Nets were actually pretty good. They had um, Vince Carter, Jason Kidd, Richard Jefferson. Um, so that was a that was a good experience. Yeah. That's really cool. It's a walk yeah, that's down really cool. lane right there. Yeah. So that's right. That's, that's when I first started watching NBA and trying starting to get into it. Uh, but fancy basketball, pretty much when I was in college, uh, my friends. I'm not sure if you were in a Josh, but I think Adam was and a couple of other soccer yeah. guys. It wasn't very competitive. It was just a fun. But that's what yeah. really started getting me into it, I guess. Yeah, that's awesome. 
my, my favorite part about that story, I, I didn't actually know that you did the foreign exchange or, or the exchange type of thing. But the best part is, he goes, we come over, we were like our best in our area. And then, you know, we didn't have anyone who could dunk. <laughs> so I, it's so funny. Just imagine Harry standing underneath the rim, just being like, oh, gosh. He just said, oi, give me the ball. <laughs> oi, oi. In his, in his cagoule that he's wearing. <laughs> I think you need to uh, straighten out what a cagoule is. I don't think the listeners know what that is. Yeah, that is true. Harry, can you define the, the word cagoule for, for people? Because I'm so, going to use it a lot. Okay, so a cagoule, um, it's like a light rain jacket that can reverse into itself to make itself its own back. So it's Whoa. pretty... That... Yeah. That is something that we all need in our life. I right feel there. like that's like a 2021 like fashion thing. Like people would totally be into that now. Yeah, it's one less thing you have to carry around, right? You just fold it into itself, and there it is. It's a bag. <laughs> Maybe we should get love uh, Delta branded cagoules. Oh, awesome. that is awesome! That is awesome. I so would love that. No, if your no. league, if your league dues go up next year, it's because we're <laughs> we're getting new merch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, man, I love it. I love um, it. So now that now that we know that Harry's here, let's uh let's talk about the draft night this year. Andrew, you want to take that? You want to talk about how it yeah. was? Your reactions and stuff. I mean, so people are probably hearing Harry for the first time, maybe not. If you were with us on the draft night Zoom, you would have seen him too. Um, Sexy beast. Harry was in town and we were drafted on the Zoom, which was really fun. Thanks for everyone that came out and joined. Uh, Team Genzin can now light you up, made an appearance, which was fun. I don't think anyone really yeah. knew. I don't think people knew that he was real until in, until that. Um, I didn't. I'll be honest with you. I, <laughs> I still questioned until I saw him. And then afterwards, I still said to Connor and Andrew, it, or excuse me, to Connor and Harry in the room, I said, was that real? Like, was that Jason? <laughs> yeah, like people thought like, I was I don't like, know. just doing like a second team to like, you know, right. better, better play my, my odds and stuff. But no, he's real. Unfortunately, he is because he's having a really good start to the year this year. But thank you, everyone who came out for that draft. Um, it was really fun. The Zoom was fun. Uh, I'd like you guys to give a little insight and tell us a little bit about oh, what's going on in the war room. Drash, you guys drafted <laughs> at your place. He hot um, Harry, sorry, Noodle Cats and Pans drafted at your place, and there seemed to have been quite the disturbance or disruption or something because there has definitely <laughs> been something in the air I, I, that I we just can't figure out. Someone's blowing hot air, yelling about a curse, and. We just got to figure this all out for everyone's sake right now. No, we do. We do. And I don't know, I don't know how many people are aware of what happened, but yeah, definitely Harry and I can, uh, can paint a picture. Um, so we, this year during, due to coronavirus, we're limited to how many people, you know, we wanted to have in a room and we obviously had to spread out a little bit more. Um, and it was good. It was, it was awesome. I'm glad we did the zoom thing as well. Um, but yeah, we were in the, Oh, we were in my building. We have this uh, conference room, which I hope next year we're able to have more people. Depending on the winter, we'll talk about that. But uh, if it is in Chicago, I'd love to, to host it again. So I was like, hey, this is a perfect situation. Awesome Wi-Fi. The building is really never gone out. Um, so what's the problem? So we order pizza. We kind of, you know, sit down. We get a little, get a little drink. Uh, and we're in the war room, right? And we're, we're laughing, having a good time. Everyone's got their strategy. We are all mocked out. 
And I don't think you know the definition of mocked out <laughs> until you've stepped in my shoes, baby. <laughs> that, that is probably true. We know where to quit. We know when to quit. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Continue. But no, you're good. And so we're, we're in there and everything's going great, right? We're having a good draft. And here's the question I have, right? Here's the question I have for Harry. Harry, did you have any internet problems during your draft? I did not. You did not. That's Josh, interesting. Did you? Did you, Josh? I did not either. I so, did, I had no internet problem. I take it you're asking because someone because someone did have internet problems. You are correct. You're correct. So the third member of the war room at the time, uh, Hee Haw Horses, Connor Cunningham, <laughs> who's let's be honest, has probably already started this podcast and stopped it already by this point. At this point, he's not listening. You're he's right. Probably three he minutes in and is like, intro. "This is caca," and then turned it off. <laughs> He's, he's something else i'll tell you that but he claimed and you know he i mean i i can't honestly say i saw it but i believe him from the distress on his face like he was he was ticked. like he was sick harry am i wrong yeah he was flustered he was freaking out yeah it was bad like he stood up he was standing in the corner like like that was going to change something so he like apparently while he was drafting he was, and he had the back-to-back, remember? He had the back-to-back yeah, pick. Yeah, he was the first pick, yeah. So once you go, once you auto-draft, you automatically get that next person. So that was a big deal, right? He lost two picks. And so he stood up into the corner to act like that was going to help him, which, by the way, that wasn't where the router was. So even if he was trying to go closer to the router, that, that wasn't where the router was. So I don't know what was happening or if he was like faking it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I, I don't think he was faking it, but there was some weird stuff because Harry and I both never had any problems with our internet. And I asked my wife when I got upstairs, Kira, I said, Hey Kira, did, did the internet go out up here? She's like, no, it's never gone out. So there's some weird stuff that went on. Uh, I, I, and I will say at the end of it all, I felt bad because he was like, can we pause it? Can we pause the draft? Can we do anything? I've never thought of doing that. Like at the end of the draft, the league manager can pause the live draft. And so yeah. I felt bad. I felt bad because I didn't learn. know that. Right, exactly. And I but like you, to like you said, though, he was picking back to back. So it's like the second it puts you on auto draft, it picks your guy super fast. Like, Right, right. But, I mean, so it was, so he, it was, Pascal Siakam and Kyrie, or was it Kyrie and Pascal Siakam that was auto drafted? Um, it was Pascal and then Kyrie, I believe. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not laughing at way, the situation because I don't want to be like rude about it, you know. But he started the draft with some like <laughs> doc, like some mock phone call to Giannis, and yes. then next thing you know, we don't see him after like the second pick. And I'm trying to talk to him, engagement banner, and he's cursing me all of a sudden. Now that now there's the curse on these teams, I don't know where we go from here. Yeah. No, exactly. And so then in the war room, you know, Harry took Bam Adebayo, and that was the player uh, Connor wanted instead of Pascal Siakam. And Harry turned to him and he goes, well, Pascal's good, you know, trying to comfort him, trying to help him out, trying to get him to realize, you know, Pascal's a good player. And so 
you know, we're like, okay, would you do Pascal for Bam straight up? And Connor's like, no, uh, I wouldn't do that. No, uh, well, you're you're bitching and moaning, and now you don't want to trade. So like, what? Harry's literally trying to like help you out. Wait, Harry, you offered that? I I, I kind of felt bad, so I did. <laughs> but at this point, Connor's got like sixty-four pages of notes, just like <laughs> strewn all over the table. You know, he's freaking out. He's going crazy. It's, it's nuts. It was. Kinda... It was nuts. <laughs> He's just, he's just pissed. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. And that was the best part is like he had all of his notes. And, and, and Andrew, does this not happen every year? He has this whole notebook. And all of a sudden he's like scratching off things. He's throwing things around. At some point every year it closes and he just gets pissed, right? Dude, At yeah. some point. Yeah. If you would see him, you would think he's a psychopath. Like Zodiac signs, <laughs> like writing on the walls, like that kind of stuff. <laughs> So because of that, because apparently we all had something to do with it, apparently we're all cursed. And so I don't know why, but I can I can honestly say I don't believe in it, but I have gotten railed this year. So <laughs> Connor, like, I didn't do crap. And my team is getting railed right now. Like straight up middle finger to my team man and i didn't do anything to deserve it but every guy is like literally walking like backwards on my team down the court like they don't even know which way to play and if they are playing they suck and if they're not playing it's like weeks at a time now so i'm screwed i'm screwed i don't know if anyone else has been cursed i know boonville has a little bit in in, uh beat off six but he said the curse was lifted from Boonville because he picked up Cameron Payne. <laughs> <laughs> I would rather be cursed than pick up Cameron Payne. So that's what's going on when you hear him talking about the curse. I'm trying to find this text thread. He he like went off about Madame Zeroni putting a curse on everyone from <laughs> holes. And I don't think that was for the whole group or not. So I don't know. But just so everyone knows, if you think that you have a curse... I mean, I don't know. Maybe blame Hee Haw or blame yourself. I don't know. <laughs> it depends. I but would just blame Hee Haw. I would just blame Hee Haw, yeah. So oh. that was that. Anything else you guys want to add from the from that infamous night? Harry, you got anything else? No, I mean, it was, it was fun. Obviously, I flew out there to, to do it, and I was glad I came. And obviously, it wasn't perfect circumstances, but it was a lot of fun, and hopefully next year we can – do it again with a lot more people we made it work absolutely yeah um yeah and um also last notes from the draft brett had a last minute cameo on the zoom when everyone else left he joined a nice little chat brett it was nice talking to you and nice seeing that beautiful face also want to thank our sponsors noodle and company um for for sponsoring (laughs) the the smash draft which led to the draft um, yes. and so thank you to our sponsors. If you're open, if you're interested in sponsoring this podcast for this league, reach out to us, let us know. Um, so yeah, let's, <laughs> let's bring it back to the league. What's going on this year so far? Well, I'm, I'm going to quick run down the standings for the Delta league, the East and West. We'll start at the East. We got team light you up team Gensink at the first spot with mm. 10 and six and two. <clears throat> Again, this is early standings We're about eight games in three weeks in Carnish rocks. Um, I guess better than Team Carnish, but Carnish rocks. Yeah. There it is. Uh, second name. place, t- uh, ten and eight. Noodle <laughs> Dogs, third, ten and eight. Uh, 
three ties, Carnish, Noodles, and Hamilton Tomcats, uh, both with 10 and 8 in the East. <clears throat> Pans at 6-10 and 2, a fifth. Mm. And uh, our friendly, trusty Cheek Spreaders at 6, <laughs> uh, with 6 and 12. Um, which we'll come back to that in a second. But heading to the West, we got Noodle Cats, top of the charts there, 11, 6 and 1. Stolen Buckets, Stole, Team Chewy, formerly known, uh, mm. 11-7 at the second spot. Good for him. I'm liking what I'm seeing from uh, from Stolen Buckets this year. I do, too. Peen Team, 9-9, nine nine, uh, middle of the pack. Beat Off Dicks. Beat Off Dicks, <laughs> back. Fourth spot, 7-10-1, which is great considering the injuries he's had. Uh, we got five big and juicy Bona. Seven, ten, and one, and then we got Yeehaw <laughs> Horses uh, at the bottom. There are seven, ten, and one as well. And this is interesting because you look at the last year's standings. The people that were at the bottom are kind of more in the middle at the top, and then kind of vice versa, right? So I just right. think it's a really competitive league right now because you know Yeehaw is not going to stay at the bottom there. Um, and I hope he does. I hope he does. <laughs> and so, I mean, it'll be interesting to see how these middle teams kind of shake out. Um, but yeah, it's been uh, um, a good start to the season. I think everyone's got some really good, uh, good teams. Absolutely. What do you guys think? Yeah, about Harry, that? what are your thoughts? Yeah, like you guys said, it's a little bit uh, backwards to last year. Um, it's unusual to see. Carnish rocks at the top. Usually he's at the bottom, the bottom mm. feeders. But um, yeah, it's it's exciting. Obviously, it's early. It's only week three, but we'll start to see which teams start to pull away from the others pretty soon. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be completely honest here. I did not expect Boonville to be where he is. Um, and I, and I'm just squad. being completely frank. That's the thing. After draft night. After draft night. I I said Carnish had a good draft. I said Harry, you know, usually I was like, he had a good draft. I didn't think he had the best draft, but it's clearly showing. Um, this is just the after, after the draft night. Um, I thought Carnish, I thought Harry, um, and I thought Boone had a pretty good draft. I really did. Uh, looking at it seems, I think a lot of the guys underperformed. Um, obviously, with a couple guys injured and out, uh, it hasn't helped him, but it is not for a lack of trying. Let me just be clear. Boonville cheek spreaders work his cheeks off. Like they, yes, they are working hard. I like they're that. working hard. And that's what I appreciate. <clears throat> is like he has 14 moves in the league right now. Okay. He has 14 moves in the league and I'm going to say this and I'm going to be pissed off about it. And I'm sorry, but I'm going to say it. The only person above him with more moves right now is Big and Juicy Bona. Big and Juicy Bona's moves are not as quality as the Cheek Spreader's moves. And here's why. Because Big and Juicy Bona doesn't set his lineup. <laughs> he doesn't set his damn lineup. And you're letting the Noodle Cats off the hook. Seriously. How in the world are you doing that? Come and on. then all of a sudden he picks up two, two big men. Are you kidding me right now? You're better than that, big and juicy Bona. You're better than that. You're back to little Bona in my mind. You are back to little Bona. That's what you are. All right? On the flip side, side, though, we got one waiver pickup for 
stolen buckets who leads right. his division and two for Jason light you up who leads his division. Right. So I think Jason probably had the strongest draft in my opinion with things right. falling to him and him just taking what's there and not overthinking it with, you got the Joker at what, did, what did he pick? I think he picked six or something like that or seven, seventh. I yeah. Think. Which was, me. which was nuts. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then Ben Simmons, I mean, you, I mean, you're drafting probably not the most sexy picks, but I mean, they're crushing it. They're having an insane start to the year. And with with stolen buckets, if Garland didn't get injured, if Darius Garland didn't get injured, I don't think he picked up anybody. Like, I, I truly don't think he had to pick up anybody. The only reason he did is because he had an injury. Like, that, that's when you know you have a good draft. So I got to I gotta clap it up for those two guys. Uh, I mean, Jason has been competitive, but Thomas, this was your year, and we were talking to you about it. And I'm impressed that you're working so hard this year. Uh, and you had a great draft. So congrats. I'm, I'm happy. But it won't stay. I know that because I'm on the way up. So <laughs> <laughs> y'all just wait. Yeah. So everyone's got their own opinions, obviously. So, you know, that's it all shake <laughs> out. Right. Um, but, you know, I figured we would um, unless anyone else has anything else they want to say or add or, or contribute. But I want to kind of go through some surprises, go through like some players, some teams that are surprising me, and just kind of talk about the league in general. Um, how does that sound to you guys? Yep. Let's do it. Sounds Let's good. do it. Okay, so some surprises I have um, looking at the players' overall rankings so far. Obviously, we're eight games in. Not a super weighted, I think, statistical analysis here, but um, some players that I have here. Jalen Brown. Currently, the 45th ranked player drafted a 62. Um, that's Bona. Yeah. Good grab. We got Jeremy Grant, uh, currently the 55th best player, drafted 71, drafted by Peen, and then traded to Pans, which yeah, we will, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Mike Conley, the old resurrected Mike Conley, who's back from the You're dead. Right. Uh, <laughs> currently 60, drafted 93. Um, that's at least a three, four round difference there. Good for noodle dogs. That's me. Um, LaMelo ball, both ball brawlers Mm. actually, but I, uh, just kind of point out LaMelo here. Currently the 69th best player giggity and drafted 94th, uh, which that's a pretty good grab right there. The best probably Tyrese Halliburton. Um, mm. currently the 75th best player drafted 132. I don't know who has Halliburton. Is, is that Carnish? I think it's Carnish. I think it is Carnish. Um, and ball was, uh, beat off dicks. And then, um, CJ McCollum, currently the 36th player drafted 54. So a lot of guys who are, um, exceeding their ADP and their, their draft in the, the Delta league. So good on you guys for, those teams for grabbing some of those players. How about you guys? Anything that any players team send out to you guys? Go ahead. Go ahead, Harry. Uh, so I'm looking at the player raters right now. Obviously, Miles Turner actually has the highest player rater in the league right now. And second, second is the Joker. Both of those are on Team Gensink. So I think that just proves that he has a pretty good team now. Um, Malcolm Brogdon. I know I think mm. a lot of people are down on him for this year, but he took the the risk and got him, and he's he's a number one point guard right now, I think. So, um, same with C.J. McCollum. You know, we were talking about it in the war room. 
we weren't that yeah. high on him, and he's having a great season so far. Um, yeah, I think the a lot of the first round picks we had haven't been performing so far as well as they should. You know, like Anthony Davis hasn't been the, mm-hmm. the force that he usually is. Luka Doncic is finally starting to get better. Um, but yeah, I think obviously we'll see that see them those players um, producing pretty soon. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I would agree. Josh, what are your thoughts? I wanna I wanna take it in a little bit different direction. I wanna talk about guys that I'm shocked um in, in more of a negative way that, that I think are very underperforming. Um kind of like as Harry uh said there. Uh a couple guys that I think are that I'm shocked that are underperforming. Um Tyler Hero. I, I kinda knew that he was a reach um for for Boonville, uh, but I did not expect him to not fill up the stat sheet the same way as like he is, you know, like he's been kind of inconsistent uh, shooting wise. Uh, and that kind of shocked me. I definitely thought he was going to be like a 14 uh, point guy a game, like really be consistent in that. Um, but that shocked me. Kelly Oubre Jr., I mean, he went off last year and he struggled. I mean, he's taken it back a little bit now. He's doing a little bit better now. Um, picked it up, but but at the beginning of the year, what was he like? One for a thousand from the floor? That shocked me. Um, I think another huge one that I don't know if a lot of people know about this. Lil Bona definitely knows about this. Um, is Hassan Whiteside? I think that shocks me that he's not, he's getting like zero minutes uh, in Sacramento right now. That, that shocks me personally. Um, I'm trying to think of a, of one more that I had. Oh, um, what's his name in uh, Atlanta? Bogdan. Bogdan Bogdanovich. I think that was a big one to me is w- like this, this guy didn't want to go to Milwaukee forced himself out of Milwaukee and now he's getting like garbage minutes. But then when he does play, he is garbage himself. He's not the same player that he was in Sacramento, which I think is interesting because he acted like he was this all-star caliber person uh, in the off season. And now we, you know, he was, he was a prospect I was looking at, but I'm glad I didn't touch him with a 10 foot pole because he's shooting like 37% from the floor uh, and barely gets 25 minutes a game. So I, I'm shocked about that, I will say. Yeah. Another one, I have to say, Ricky Rubio. Sorry. <laughs> I, I thought I thought Rubio was going to be better in Minnesota, um, but he has been uh, not very good, to say the least. Yeah, I got a, I got a, list, I got a list going with you, Josh. Uh, yeah. You have Hassan and Ricky. Both of those were on my list. The only other person I want to add is Jimmy Butler who's kind of Ooh, had a slow yeah. start to the year. I mean, I don't yeah. think anyone's really worried about him, but drafted the 13th and is currently the 47th overall player. you like to see him kind of... And he had a few... I think he had an injury that kept him out for a game or two or something, so mm-hmm. that kind of definitely hurted him. Hurt him. But um, yeah. Ricky, our boy Ricky Rubio, drafted 72nd, 136th player right now. Almost almost right. dabbled. Um, and then Dabble. Hassan... 59th drafted. You can find him on your local waiver, your uh, local waiver stop waiver wire. <laughs> um, yeah, 
just crazy, crazy. Again, like what we said, it's eight where eight games in. So again, the stats aren't really weighted super well. So an injury could have opened the door to someone who normally wouldn't perform. But I mean, you'd rather have those guys on your squad, the good ones, obviously, than than not. So, and those opportunities will open up the door for trades. Mm. Speaking of trades, we mm. had our first trade of the year go down just a few days ago mm. with our uh, very mm. own guest here, not guest here, but very own co-host, co-commissioner, Pans. Um, yes, sir. Let me pull it up here. Let's go through the specifics and then, and then Harry, I want to break down from the trade, okay, what you thought about it. Okay. Okay, so it was between Pans, Josh, and Peen Team, Calum. Uh, Peen Team traded away Jordan Clarkson from Utah, Gordon Hayward from uh, Charlotte, Jeremy Grant from Detroit, and then Pans gave Jonas, Jonas, um, Valanchunas, Donovan Mitchell, and Chris Lavert. What do we mm. think about that, Harry? What are your initial thoughts now? And then, Josh, I want to hear your thoughts. Um, what is this, uh, four days later, three days later? Yeah. yeah. Um, at first, I thought it was pretty pretty even. Um, but then looking at it a little bit more, I think it's a little bit weighted in Josh's side. Um, obviously, Mitchell was his – is he your third pick, Josh, in the draft? Uh, yeah, I believe yeah. so, actually. Uh, obviously, uh, he hasn't had the, Yeah, the, third round. Yeah, he hasn't had the greatest start, but he'll probably get better. He's just super inefficient, right? Um, mm. And then you getting Gordon Hayward and Jeremy Grant. Those are both good scorers. They do it pretty efficiently. You know, they get assists and steals and rebounds. Um, Jordan Clarkson, pretty good scorer. Um, obviously, Jonas has been a double-double machine so far, but I do think his minutes will go down once Jaron Jackson Jr. comes back. So that was one thing I thought of. Um, so overall, I think Josh slightly won it, but yeah, it's not too weighted in one side, I don't think. Yeah, kudos to you guys. It was a pretty fair trade, I thought. Um, hopefully you guys both got what you wanted, getting better in different categories and stuff. But yeah, I would agree with Harry. I think... I initially gave the edge to Josh because he got rid of Levert because that would have been a roller coaster. But I mean, this week it's really paying off for Peen because Kyrie and and uh, um, Durant aren't playing, so he's getting a lot of tick. Um, but I don't think that's going to be a, a season long thing. So um, yeah, that's what I think. Josh, how do you feel about it now? Yeah, I think you said exactly how I'm feeling now. The the night I traded. Uh, you know, of course, you watch your guys, and I know I, I knew Giannis would do what he does. Like he just he's very consistent. You know, fourteen ten, fourteen twelve type of guy. Um, so I wasn't really worried about that. But Mitchell and, and Levert, the night I traded, um, Mitchell of course went for thirty one points, four rebounds, four assists, and did it like. I think he, he did it like super efficiently, like sixty percent from the floor, and he like. He he had a hundred percent free throw percentage, which I was like, "Are you freaking kidding me?" And then, not to mention Lavert's last two games. I know that Durant and um, Kyrie have been both resting or or out, but Lavert his first his first game there, uh, part of Peen, he plays twenty one minutes. He scores twenty four points, five assists, two steals, and, and a rebound. 
I literally almost shit my pants. I was like, are you kidding me? This is how it's going to work out for me. And then the next game, seven rebounds, 10 assists, two steals. I mean, here's the thing. I, I agree with you. I think it was a fair trade. I said this to, to Pintin afterwards. We were talking. I was like, just be honest with me. Now that it's gone through, do you feel like you got what you wanted? He agreed. He's like, I, I got what I wanted. I felt like I got what I wanted. Um, so I feel like it was a trade where we we both felt good afterwards. Like you said, Andrew, my biggest thing um, was unloading Levert. I needed to get rid of Levert. I couldn't, like, I was staying up late at night because he was too good to drop. Like, he's too good to drop. But if you keep him, I was going to just have headaches the rest of my season, and I couldn't do that. So getting him off of my roster was probably the win in my book. If everything else doesn't pan out, I I can live with it because um, Clarkson and Levert, like, yes, I think Levert has a little bit bigger of an upside, but with Durant back, his minutes are going to go down. His deficiency has been bad, everything. So I'm good with it. I'm very happy with it. Good. (laughs) Okay. Okay. No, I would agree with you. I would agree with you. Um, Let's look at the matchups for this week before we sign off for this episode. Um, one in- important one to keep our eyes on Delta League is Boonville Cheek Spreaders at Pants to Make Her Dance. If this is true, it might be. I did some research last week about this. Cheek <clears throat> Spreaders say that they have never won a matchup in their fantasy basketball career. Obviously, last year was a bit of a uphill battle for him with injuries and suspensions and that kind of stuff. But our boy Cheek Spreaders is on the hunt for his first win. Will it be this yeah. week? I don't know. I don't really know. I'd love to get Josh's thoughts on that uh, when we talk about the matchups. But um, I don't know. Um, Carnish at Noodle Dogs. That's my matchup this week. It's been a really tough one. Uh, I thought my team would have been performing better. But we are underperforming. So we are looking to make some moves. We've been in contact with some teams. Light You Up and Hamilton Tomcats. Currently 5-4, let you up. Yep, that's a really good one. Pretty close still. Uh, again, we're recording this right now Friday in the afternoon. So we got the weekend games, yep. a full full slate tonight for most teams. Um, Noodle Cats at Big and Juicy Bona. This is, I mean, as as big of a handout as you can get, Harry. I mean, not set in line. Yeah, that's... And, and beads a boner on the bench. I mean, I don't know. They went like I, bananas. Like I said in the chat, I don't know who you cursed, what you did, who you sacrificed to get this luck, but you have been, just been riding easy, my friend. <laughs> um, Peen team at Beat Off Dicks. Um, again, Peen's been riding some those hot new acquisitions and Beat Off right. is doing his best with some injured players. Um and then stolen buckets. Oh, this is an interesting one. Stolen buckets and hee-haw. At yeah. the time right now, it is tied in two categories. So very close. Um, I guess the categories that are close are close. There's categories that aren't are pretty much a blowouts there. But um, yeah, let's ge- gentlemen, let's get your input on uh, your individual matchups. Let's start with um, Josh and Boone. Yeah, for this matchup. Um... Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I, I told Boone, I said to him early on, because we were talking about different things, and, and I said to him, I was like, this is going to be your week that you have an opportunity to take a lot of points from me. Because I currently have one, oh, two, three, 
four, five, six players um, out. Um, some some are day to day, so they're hopefully going to play tonight. Um, but that's again two question marks. So six of them, uh, two could potentially play. That's still four players out. So to be honest with you, for me to be at four and five right now, I told Boone that's a, that's a victory in my book. Like I said to you guys last week when I took three categories from Jason, uh, when all of my players started to go down, I was like, at that point, that's a victory for me. It's all about taking little victories. I think Boone, to be honest with you, I think he should be a little bit worried. Um, when I look at the rebound category uh, and when I look at points, I think those are two categories I'm going to take. Um, free throw percentage, I'm donkey at, and I'm okay with that. Um, Three-pointers, he has a lot more than me unless some guys go off. But um, I think, honestly, rebounds and points, I think I'm going to take those categories from him uh, tonight because I have a full slate of guys. But that's just that's just kind of where I'm at. So if I can take a four uh, away from him, I'm okay with that, and I'm ready to go. So cheek spreaders, you got to start making some moves, boy. And here's a bigger question here. How long are you going to hold on to Alec Burks? That's a great question. Uh, currently, currently in a walking boot. Uh, has not right. played since mid-December, maybe? I don't know. Right. I know. I, I don't know who 27th. I was talking to about this. But I, I was saying to them, I was like, you know what? I've held on to him for so long that I have to keep him now. Like, I have to keep him. <laughs> because like, I, I, I got to know. Like, That's I not gotta, a good No, no I, got, I got to keep him. At this point, I'm already down. I got to keep him because if he goes off when he comes back, which he was really efficient when he was there um, for the couple games. So I know I'm getting marketing. Once the Bulls come back from out West, marketing will come off of my uh, IR spot. So I know I can slip Burks into there. Uh, so I'll just pick up another guy, stream him for a bit, um, which, which will be fine. But <laughs> it's up until that point. I know it's not a good answer, but I literally cannot give up Burks because I think I think he's going to be big, and I'm going to be kicking myself if I give him up and he starts going off for the Hamilton Tomcats because he's like a monster on the wire. That's I was I was going to ask who's his next waiver pickup? Who's his next wire pickup? Well, he just picked up Edwards, and he didn't like that we were upset with that. He did not like that we were going off about that. I just I need to I mean. I would like to have some um, gratitude from the league because I've been dropping gold for a lot of teams this year. Drafted Seth Curry, dropped him. Been going off on Boonville Cheeks Better's team. Grabbed Alec Burks, dropped him. Actually at the right time because, you know, yep. we, what, what we just talked about. Duncan right. Robinson dropped him. Currently he's going to be on well, who is our team he is for the whole year. Because he's that good, I think he's on the Cats. He's never yep. going to drop him. Never going to drop him. Um, and now <laughs> I, I'm in. I'm in a conundrum because I got too many guys. Literally, I got a guy in my IR who's healthy. I can't make any moves until I drop someone, and I don't know who to drop. So a little thing goes a long way. I'll I tell think, you who guys, to drop. Tell me, Vooch. Vooch. <laughs> <laughs> drop Vooch. So Harry, how do you feel about your matchup? Uh, so right now it's seven two. Uh, it's going pretty well, I think. If, Good. Okay. If, uh, <laughs> if Bona hadn't left those players on the bench the other day, uh, rebounds and uh, probably steals would be a lot closer. Um, yeah. But he's already used all seven of his acquisitions for the week. Um, Damn. 
So next three days, I have pretty much a full slate, actually, all three days, and he doesn't say. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> this is going to be 9-0. This is going to be 9-0. It'll probably be 8-1. I'm... Uh, blocks yeah. is, he has six more blocks, but obviously 9-0 is just so hard with turnovers now. Turnovers, right. If yeah. you're doing good, that means you're probably getting more turnovers. And I'd be happy with 7-2, though. Yeah, let's see here. Going to the other matchups, I think um, Jason's probably going to take his matchup with Hamilton Tomcats. I don't, know, I don't know what you guys think about that. Yeah, I like I like Jason's team a lot. Like, I've also good. I've also had really zero good. analysis on on that matchup. It's just my gut. Um, Pean team has to be in charge there. I don't know. I'm kind of the matchup of the week. It might be stolen buckets at Heat Hall Horses. I don't know. I mean, when I look at that, it it concerns me uh, <laughs> that <laughs> because this like. This is such a hee-haw matchup. Like, a 4-3-2 is such a hee-haw matchup. Like, he just is scrumming to get anything he can. Um, but, all right, so we look at, like, assists. I don't know. Blocks? I don't know. Those are two categories that could go either way, right? Rebounds probably will be taken. Three-pointers out of control. But the percentages, though, that can fluctuate really quickly. Turnovers, those fluctuate really quickly. So when you look at that, it could be stolen buckets um, without a doubt. But then again, he all grinds. Like, he does weird things. Weird so things. I never count him out. Yeah. I'm, he, like, I'm... he does, uh, Go ahead. He does like, shake weights before bed, doesn't he? <laughs> like, doesn't he do a couple shake yeah, weights? He's got to like, do uh, shake weights. He probably, he probably does bed. some seances before he goes to bed, lights some incense candles, you know. Right. All those things. It's I'm crazy. hoping for a win for for Stolen Buckets because he deserves some wins here in this in this new year. Um, I do too. Delta League, thank you for listening. You guys have anything else you want to um, add to our first podcast of the 2021 basketball season? Uh, Harry, like I said earlier, I think the the banter needs to come back a little bit. Obviously, he mm. is usually the instigator of that, and he's he's a little quiet right now. I don't know why. Um, probably because of Pascal Siakam. Yeah, probably Pascal Siakam. Kyrie has gone a wall somewhere. Um, <laughs> another thing, I think about by this time last year, Boone had already received his gift in the mail. So I think I think that's people need to remember that and maybe bring that back this year too. I think you're right. If you need someone's address, let one of uh, Joshua or myself know, and we will find it for you. Absolutely. If it's going to be a responsible gift. Yeah. Maybe not. Please don't. Don't like. Don't send people. You know, like, I don't know, eighteen long inch dildos. Like, that's not a useful (laughs) gift, right? Like, don't. This is a kid's show. Don't be sending it. Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Don't send it. Don't send. I didn't say do send it. I said don't. Okay. Don't send it. Okay. Yeah. 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 Unless you're sending it to Harry, then I'll give you his address. Here's okay, because okay. then be, that will be funny when he unwraps it. Because like, if you've met his wife, Katie, the best part will be she'll be dying laughing, but be like, "What the hell? Is yeah. that? <laughs> like, why?" <laughs> here's for, for everyone listening still to this podcast. Here's your bonus material. Here are some great ideas for a matchup gift to an opponent this year. Send someone a singing telegram. If, I mean, if obviously money's not an issue, okay, or if you have the connections, okay, that would be really funny, right? I think someone showing up to their house or to their workplace singing a song about how they just 
<laughs> lost to beat off dicks or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that God. would be really good. Send him some stuff in the mail, you know, um, you know, like a little dummies guide, you know, managing for dummies or something like that. You know, a little how to book dummies. Um, Harry sent that, that lube uh, in the mail last year. Um, that was a good one. There's a lot of good I, ones out there. I'm going to send Harry a cease and desist order for using the name Noodle Cats. I haven't <laughs> done that yet. But once I get that drafted, I will send that in the mail. You guys have any other ideas to, to uh, bestow upon our listeners? Yeah. I mean, I always accept Venmo or Cash App. <laughs> I also am a big investor in Bitcoin. So if you do want to send some stuff over my way, I will accept it in Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Okay. Um, yep. Carnish got me involved in Bitcoin, actually. He's okay. a big investor. Um, he mines for Bitcoins, actually. Oh, okay. That's what he does for his full-time job. Well, good for him. Yeah. So if you guys are interested, uh, talk to Carnish about mining for Bitcoin. He's crazy about it. Now That's that why. Got, now that we got all of our stimmies, we all should have tons of money to go buy right. stuff like this. <laughs> don't call them stimmies, please. <laughs> don't call them stimmies. I'm going to go, I'm going to literally just go deaf if you keep calling them I love stimmies. all those memes, though, of like stimmies. Like there's one with Jimmy Neutron and a stimulus check. And I was like, have you ever heard of a Jimmy with a stimmy? <laughs> <laughs> I'll send it to the group later. <laughs> oh gosh i love it no man i i think any type of mail any type of stuff like when i when i'm playing a certain person i already know what i'm sending i've been waiting for this person uh you'll know who you are when i get there i'm not going to share what i'm sending but when i my matchup hold on let me check when my if it's coming out i'm not going to tell you what week but i'm going to tell you within however many weeks let me look really quick schedule um when I play this person, it's going to be good. All right. We okay. Yup. Yup. <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to be in the next one to three weeks, there's going to be something that goes down. Okay. So if you, I don't know. I don't know who it's going to be, but I've been waiting to send this. I've had it in my house waiting to be sent. And I can't wait to FedEx this. Overnight it. I'm overnighting it. I'm you're, paying the thirty four fifty. Guy. I, you know what? I'm not. I'm not a judge uh, <laughs> about. I'm not judging where where you send stuff. Yeah, but we're, we're getting off track. I'm right. overnight. You're right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Thankful, grateful, and blessed. Harry, how about you? Any ideas? Yeah, I mean, obviously, you had the first one with the lube. How did you think of that? I don't even want to know how, how, how you thought about that. But I don't know. Well, it was, was a cloudy was night. It was a cloudy night. <laughs> Kevin Garnett was playing. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I don't know how I thought of that, honestly. Um, I just, you know, all the cheek-spreading talk. I just thought that would help. I think we tied that matchup, too. So that's how it worked out. But um, I know I got passed around a little bit. Yeah, I have it in my house still. You do? You're welcome. Yeah, he gave it to me. You're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. Kira guess. literally asked me, she goes, when are you getting rid of this? Like She's like, when are you getting rid of this? Because she keeps saying, you keep telling me you're getting rid of it. And I keep telling her, I was like, well, the league was canceled last year. I was trying to send it to people, but it was just chaos ever since March. You need to tell so, her we can use it tonight if you play cards. <laughs> yeah, I get... I'm going to sleep on the couch. That's what's going to happen. 
<laughs> All right, Delta God. League, you guys are the best. Thank you for listening to us. Um, we'll be back sometime soon with another guest. If you want to be on, Absolutely. let us know. We will schedule a time to do this. Um, and before you we must go, set your lineups. You, you must, must set your, set your lineups. lineups. Yeah, anyone who does be eligible will not be considered. Exactly. Um, I want to say thanks for listening, and also yeah. a big thanks to Hee Haw for our teams for draft night. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as always, hey, drive safe, Delta. Beep, beep. Beep, beep. beep, beep.